This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Uh, here's a good one. This is nice. Cambridge. Let's go to Cambridge. Artsy Fartsy Cambridge. The groundskeeper's frustrated with vandalism at the Cambridge Cemetery. <laughs> Frustrating weekend for the grounds crew at Lake Ripley Cemetery in Cambridge. Dozens of headstones damaged. What is that? It's teenagers. Their brain ain't fully developed. It's by far not the first time this has happened. Third or fourth time they go gravestone tipping. Ooh. Headstones not. Your daddy gonna beat your ass when he finds out. Some headstones not even uh, fixed from the last vandalism. Some, hey, I have an idea. Why don't they put up cameras? Some left over. Keeps happening. Some left over from previous times. And because there's some stuff that just didn't get fixed because they ran out of money from the insurance. Oh man. Oh, uh, I don't know if our insurance is going to cover the damage. What are they doing to these? It's not just tipping. Are they hitting them with a car? Uh, are they? I don't even. Does the does the part with the words on it just sit there? Or is it glued onto the base or or what? Because it doesn't look like there's much holding it on. Do they rope it? They hog tie it. Uh, I don't know if insurance is going to cover the damage done. What we're going to have to pay to get fixed and what we're going to have to do on our own this time. It would be nice if somebody came out. And uh, for somebody to come out and say, hey, I did this. Okay. It's the opposite of how crime works, dude. <laughs> we got to manage some expectations over there. <laughs> Calm down. No one's confessing. It's like get our hopes up. Uh, Trader is frustrated, says he doesn't know why anybody would vandalize the headstone. Uh, bullying dead people. That's a weird one. What are people's kids thinking? You have a kid. What's he thinking? Oh, he thinks these people are douchebags. Uh, that's going through my head because this can't obviously seem like a fun time. It takes work to get these things off the stones. It takes twice as much work to get them back on. Sure, yeah, it's definitely probably. People probably have to get a chain and a backhoe and whatnot, right? I don't know. I mean, I assume some of those are pretty loose. Yeah. I think they're just heavy. Yeah, right. It's not like they're anchored down. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I think the weight is probably all that is. Right, because they assume it's just going to be wind. Sure. A little wind on ground level, that ain't going to be too bad. Yeah. Not dildos trying to push things over. Good. What did the uh, perp look like? He was a big six-foot rubber thing. With no visible face. I mean, cameras are not that expensive. Yeah, you would think, or they'd put a lookout. You think one of the families would be like, hey, let me throw a few trail cams up here. Yeah. A lot of cemeteries are interesting because people live around there, or there's usually a, a house with a keeper, like a someone who tends to the cemetery. Well, that was like back in the 1800s, dude. Well, Okay, well, the ones I've been to, there's... Now it's like one old guy that volunteers yeah, for yeah. the church goes and yeah. mows it. He he watches the news and goes to bed, I assume. Right. Uh, 
He says he's hoping to speak to the board president, see what can be done to protect the headstones. Uh, yeah, and why do they keep going back to the same one? I mean, that's just... Well, they're probably from the area. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, there's cemeteries everywhere. Why? Why is it that one? Because they know that they're pissed off. I mean, returning to the scene of the crime is interesting because you'd think as a kid, and I know they're pretty thick, uh, but uh, you'd think, the first thing I think is, all right, we're going to do this once. We're going to put a camera up. They keep going back. Lake Ripley Cemetery. And I don't know where that cemetery is, but maybe it's off in, in the woods or something. I mean, I used to go to the cemetery and smoke a little weed. Do some rubbings. Sure, do some rubbings. But, uh, man, oh, man, knocking off a cemetery. <laughs> it's so stupid. Ah! Kids! Kids! You Haven't too. you uh, thrown a few fingers in the stink garage in a cemetery before? Oh, who? who? You? No, no, there was no garage door <laughs> opening. No, no, no. I feel like I heard a story like that. Oh. All right, we did it in the cemetery. <laughs> why, why do you, why do you, you're so, uh, you're such a busybody. <laughs> Tell me about it. Why don't you mind your news? <laughs> mind yourself. Tell me about it. Why don't you check yourself out? Uh, it's the worst thing you've done in a cemetery. Three, two, one. Oh, this ought to be great. Oh, no. I don't <laughs> like this topic at all. Dude. <laughs> Three, two, one. <laughs> Zero, ninety, four, one. What's the worst thing you've done in a cemetery? I've, I've, I've definitely smoked weed and made out with somebody. Yeah. I've had <clears throat> sex in a cemetery. It's so dumb. Fine. Well, that's different than knocking a headstone over. Totally. Right? Yes. Some, it, it taketh, it giveth, and... Hand gesture. <laughs> it's got to be something. <laughs> to save my ass, I could say it right now that it's I can't fine. think of right now. It was the most entertainment them dead people have had in a long time. Right. If they could only... Yeah. Uh, all right, here we go. Do we have music appropriate? Uh, thriller might. No, we don't play that, dude. Well, it's the perfect song for the cemetery. What a th- Name a better song for. Cemetery Gates. Oh, crap. It's always better if the name of the, if the word is in the, the thing you're talking about has a word that's in the song. Oh. Jesus Christ, what? <laughs> all right. Uh, cemetery Confessions. Hey, I want one of those exploding blue dye packs underneath my headstone so that when some punk tips it over, it'll look like a smurf for a week. Man, that's a great idea, dude. That's a great idea. I mean, that would that would take some, we'd have to science the crap out of that, but uh, I love the idea. Thank you. Awesome. I put a blue dye pack on uh, the somewhere where it would explode in their face. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, well, Man, I had a full phone bank, and then it went dead on me. <laughs> Boy, this, this bit really died. All right, uh, cemetery confession. Uh, me and high school girlfriend did butt stuff. Very first time, middle of the day. Oh, wow, what cemetery? <laughs> the, the, the one on the top of the hill outside of Lodi. Oh, wow. Oof. 
view of the town. And <laughs> uh, I, I still think about it to this day. I bet you do. Interesting. All right, like, I better get buried there. You say middle of the day. That's interesting. Middle of the day, huh? No, no, nobody can see. No house. No view. No, no houses around. We just got lucky. Nobody came in. All right, man. Middle of the day, boy. I want to high five the hell out you of you. You guys dude. were all horned up. Didn't care. Didn't need yep. to cover the night. Man, a lot of people, uh, the first time they give up uh, the b-hole, they don't like uh, to do it in uh, the daylight. They're like, their butthole's like a vampire. <laughs> they, don't, they don't even, they don't even, you know, usually you need some kind of covers or darkness the first time. But, all right, man. Later. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. You, to give that's that up. That's a great analogy. To the middle of the day. That's impressive. She must have really wanted it. She was very enthusiastic. <sighs> Seriously. What a team player. Hello. Hey, Martin. Back in my dumb teenager days, I uh, went to move to Milwaukee, and I was a new kid, so we were out drinking at the cemetery, and I decided to impress the guys. I drive through the part where there were no no headstones yet, uh-huh. and we took out a couple, or I took out a couple of saplings with the tree with the car, hit it dead center, and the top of the tree would slap the roof after you hit it. It scared the shit out of everybody in the back. The scaffolding. Saplings. Oh, saplings. Saplings, yeah, little little trees. <laughs> like what scaffolding don't they have? <laughs> a, a tiny little like Mazda 66, <laughs> so I couldn't hit very big trees. Holy cow, dude, you were a little juvenile delinquent. It was in the, the, the part where there was no, no headstones yet. Yeah, right. And then uh, why'd you do that? Uh, like I said, I was trying to impress the dumbasses that were with I guys, with. other guys, you know, dumb, dumb teenagers, you know. Right. Man. What? What? Uh, so there, there you go. There's a little look into. Uh, well, how old? So you're driving six, sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. I think I was when that happened. And uh, did some what do you, burnouts in the grass, and then what do you, before we got busted. Now let's. Uh, we can go. Shawshank here. As Red looks back, I'd like to talk to him. I'd like to look him in the eye and talk to him. Say, talk to him about that dumb. Dumb thing, that terrible crime like he committed when he was a kid. I want to talk to him. If you we, could talk- we got to the gas station, there was a big chunk of one of the trees underneath my car. <laughs> <laughs> Where it was like it peeled the peeled the tree, and I had to pull it out from my suspension and sat oh, in my yeah. back window for like a year. And then uh, if you could talk <laughs> like to if you if you could talk to your sixteen year old self, what would you say to him? Oh, I don't do that. You're going to wreck your car. It took, it took like a month to get that thing to drive go. straight again. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, just stupid teenage stuff. It's unexplainable. Trying to, you know, trying to press friends and they you know, didn't even give a shit anyway. Don't yeah. need a reason, really. You know, it's just opportunity. All right, man. All right, have a good one. I, yeah, I mean, our brains aren't developed, Weird. and there's hormones raging. If and... he would have let that go, he would have had a whole oak tree growing out from underneath his car. <laughs> I know, Where right? People were like, dude, <laughs> you got squirrels in your suspension, dude. You need to get out of there. So weird. What's wrong with us? Yeah, there's a difference between having a little, getting a little high in a cemetery and wrecking gravestones. Boy, that's rude. Rudeness. Yeah, I like the camera. You can put a guard there. I don't know. I don't know how budgets work at graveyards. I don't know either. Don't, do you pay? Mm-hmm. I would think there's like. I don't have a will, so town I, or county money that you get isn't there. You just pay one upfront fee, and you get to relax for the you get the whole for the millennium. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Your family buys your headstone and all that stuff. 
And then what? See, I think the bigger the gravestone, the more tempting the shenanigans. I'm not sure. Well, the one the graveyard over by Glenway. Yeah. Where we've shanked more than a couple of golf balls into the into the cemetery. But uh man, there's some big ones over there. Do you want a big gravestone? What no. do you what do you want? Yes, I want a statue of myself. <laughs> Squatting in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) That'll keep the kids away. They're like, ah! Wouldn't that be incredible? Wow. Yeah. It would. I mean, you could put, you could put like, uh, like plastic figurines of people squatting in the woods. I I don't know. I don't know if you could put a, I don't know what you'd do. What about you? Do you want a big one? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Y'all do what you want. Yeah, I'm going to be dead. I ain't going to really care. Not going to matter. No, I don't. You know? I, I, I cremate me. I don't, I'm fine. You getting cremated? I suppose. I didn't even thought that far. I yet. don't know. Cremated and shot into space or something stupid. Good. Mo- ah, I thought I was going to uh, give you a Viking funeral. I know, but someone's going to prison if we do that. Well, you got to do it, and then I'll do it, and then run. I'll I'll shoot the flaming arrow <laughs> at your. I'll put you out in a kayak and just float you out to Lake Mendota. All right, and then I'll douse you in gasoline. Love and it. Then I'll shoot. Uh, I'll probably miss six or seven times. <laughs> <It's just> chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Take out a few paddle boarders, uh, and then uh, finally I'll get close enough, and you'll go up in a fireball. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, that would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. would be a curse on Lake Mendota. Oh, boy. The curse of the biatch. All right. Well, we'll have to do something. Get this one under control. Now, this is uh, the third time. They can't possibly come back and finish the job, can they? Just when you think. Yeah, I know. I, I, it's worth putting up you cameras. Think, you think they do like a citizen's uh Patrol or something like that. Yeah, a, where's uh, George Zimmerman when you need him? <laughs> George is out there killing every teenager he can. <laughs> this kid just walking by the cemetery. He's shot. He's dead. <laughs> he was going to back basketball practice. He's dead. Thanks, George. Overzealous. Yeah, you don't have to. You're a little uh, rambunctious here, George. Calm down. You got to wait till they tip the stone, George. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Okay, so um, the Rob Zombie preview for Munsters came out, the little teaser clippy thingy. This is kind of cool. Um, so Adam's family is also getting remade. Did you know that? I did not. I know. So this is, they're both going to be hitting Netflix. Whoa. They had yeah. to beat Raul Julia. He was so good. Um, so Tim Burton's doing the Adam's Family series. It's called Wednesday. And then Rob Zombie's Munsters movie is going straight to Netflix. Mm. Yeah. So the original, you made a monster noise there. <laughs> That's a, it's either a monster noise or an old man noise. Mm. It might be the same thing. The original Monsters and Adams Family ran against each other on network TV from 64 to 66. Mm. 
do it. <laughs> so Rob posted some pictures from an old TV guide that previewed the 64-65 season and said this fall we're going to spook out like it's 1964. Yep, the Munsters and the Adams Family are returning to the boob tube at the same time courtesy of Netflix. It's been 58 years since the Clash of the Titans first happened. Perfect entertainment for your pumpkin carving party. No release dates yet for either. But how exciting and really cool. I know there's a lot of horror kind of-ish fans out there and Adam's Family, Monsters. I don't really know anybody that's not a fan of either of those. So Yeah, the characters look great. I mean, the, Everything looks yeah, great. Makeup looks, yeah, it's just incredible. <laughs> right. And I mean, Tim Burton doing the Wednesday series, you know, what took's back is Tim Burton. You know, come on now. It's... I'm yeah. excited. They find Cassandra Peterson. That being uh, not Elvira, that'll be interesting. Yeah. That'll be uh, something to go to the movie, just see see what that looks like. Uh, well, it's going straight to Netflix. Straight to Netflix. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. Uh, Bobby Zombie just owning it, man. Why Why is that uh, better than going to the movie theater? Why Why? Why is that advantageous to the must- Munsters? Or it's just a bigger audience? What, what is it? I think Netflix puts the money up to make the movie. Gotcha. So. I wonder if they paid him. I mean, holy cow. It'd be a lot, wouldn't it, to overcome taking all that movie theater money? Um, I'm not sure. It seems like Netflix has works. a bottomless budget. I know they cancel a lot of shows, but it just seems like they have money out the yin yang for this stuff and the wazoo yeah the wazoo oh man it reminds me i'm due for my wazoo check i'm not a doctor but i'll take a look <sighs> so i'm gonna have to drive you up to the hill in lodi at the cemetery uh, though <laughs> free prostate exams at the lodi cemetery today <laughs> at noon <laughs> we thought uploading to the cloud was something completely different the jjo morning show podcast Johnny and D, JJO. All right, uh, now we know how this morning show feels about tubed meat. Huge fan. I mean, any kind of brat, sausage, dog, meat stick, anything tubed. Calm down, Frankenstein. Um, so we had a. <clears throat> Hershey Wood was a guy who just played. He's a fellow that launches hot dogs out of his mouth and then catches them again, and uh, it goes like halfway down his windpipe, and then he like launches them back out. Mm. Very impressive. Um, however, I feel like this might top that. An Idaho dude, which, by the way, Idaho, beautiful this time of year, with the help of his colleagues, recaptured the Guinness World Record for longest throw and catch of a hot dog into a bun. Oh. PC2. I know. Some skill there. Thank you. Um, The moment that David Rush and Russell Phillips broke the record right here. This is David Rush. I'm here with Russell Phillips going after the Guinness World Records title for the furthest distance to throw and catch a hot dog. Got it. Come on! Come on! 167, five inches. 167, 167 feet. Uh, Jake Smith, well, he originally held the record in 2019. Jake Smith threw a hot dog 105 feet to where Rush caught it in a bun, and now they broke it at 156 feet. Wow. And two inches. That's actually impressive. 
I got to say it myself. I know. I love their reaction. I know. It's like a golf thing. It's like, yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. This That's is David Rush. Sick. I'm here with Russell Phillips going after the Guinness World Records title yep. for the furthest distance to throw and catch a hot dog. <laughs> Got it. Come on! <laughs> nice. Come on. 167, five inches. The slow motion is fantastic. <laughs> the, the the work that the thrower had to put into it. Oh, yeah. You know, you're lucky he didn't pull a groin. And then the other guy, I mean, how many times did they try? Do you know? Um, let me see. Or do you minutes. just submit evidence that doesn't, maybe it doesn't uh, show? They made several attempts at recapturing the record. That guy. Multiple attempts over the course of multiple days. It, and then with Russell Phillips throwing the hot dog 167 right. feet and five inches to where he caught in the bun. I was trying to see the technique of throwing the hot dog so it doesn't break. It's not like an underhand thing. I mean, he chucked it like a like a, like a a overhead football pass. I love the dude just sitting there with a bun well, open. Well, this is what guys' limited brain power does all day. <laughs> we sit and we throw hot dogs. <laughs> I'm more. I'm really impressed that the hot dog didn't break when he right. th- when he threw it. That's really good. Yeah, that one. I'll, yeah, I give you some credit for oh, that. Oh yeah, one. dude. I think that one's multiple awesome. attempts over uh, multiple days. 167 feet. Wow. You just stand out there in the hot sun trying to catch a hot dog in a bun. Dude, champions aren't born. I mean, after three days, two friends might never talk to each other again if they didn't get that done. Right, right. Uh, (laughs) I had no idea that was even a thing. Wow. Every record is weirder and weirder. And weirder. Not everybody can throw a football, and only a few can throw a hot dog. Even less, maybe, can throw a hot dog down a hallway. Down a hallway. Enough about your mom. Wow. Boy, that's uh, well played, gentlemen. I'm so excited for them. You know how many people Wonderful. are going to be out in the backyard trying to throw a hot dog and it was Buddy's bun? It's just you and me, buddy. <laughs> What the, somebody didn't hear, listen to our show this morning. Um, you might want to call someone. There's something weird in the backyard of the radio station. Are those two smoking that wacky tobacco again? Ah, uh, man, I'm all out. No, that's I really good. Been. You're out. Well, if you're out, I'm out. I, you, I know that's right. There's no argument about that. Bogart and son of a bitch. Oh, come on. Now. Who's your buddy? You. Morning. So I'm curious. Does it say? Does, can it be frozen? Well, that's not, imagine throwing like a frozen one. You could really whip that. Thing. Well, it's not frozen. You can see a wiggle. Right, that one isn't. But is like the yeah. record uh, guidelines. Does it say it has to be frozen, or does it say it has to be cooked? Uh, oh, I don't know. It's a good question. I would think it'd probably be easier. If, would it be easier if it was wiggly? I think it'd be easier if it was frozen because, I mean, you're basically throwing a rock at that point. How far can you throw a rock? Meat rock. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah big, I... a big meat rock. <laughs> <clears throat> well, if it was frozen and it hit the bun, I think it would have to be perfect, wouldn't it? Or it would break, wouldn't it? I don't Actually, know. Actually, I think it would. I'm not a wiener scientist I don't anymore. know. Have you ever, <laughs> say, Johnny, you probably know this. Have you ever messed with a frozen wiener? Um. <laughs> uh, no, but your mom has when I was climbing Mount Everest. She went with me. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, uh, uh, 
I think you have to you should have to grill the wiener and then right and kind then of level the playing field yeah there. level yes keep it a summertime sport summertime spirit of summertime oh my god I think what I think well, they've done well enough yeah no it's good it's good well maybe we should uh Wisconsin it up a little yeah. bit you know brat. Brat. you want to why don't we do some light brat tossing at uh village pub tonight <laughs> I haven't done a light brat tossing in a while. The brat toss, you know, at the um, the brat fest. I mean, yeah, let's get a game going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then people complain because there's starving people in the world, and here we go. Well, but, uh, just let them eat the brat second throne. <laughs> I think we keep it out of Dane County just to avoid bitching. Uh, right over the county line. Yep. All right, man. Thanks. All right, have a good one. Go to the Lodi Cemetery, get a handy, and throw brats. <laughs> Man, Lodi Cemetery's <laughs> taking it on the chin today, man. I got to tell you, a few have missed the show today. There is, You're it, like, what is there going to be on? some shenanigans <laughs> at the uh, Lodi Cemetery. But you have to listen to the whole show to. Which we know is painful. Yeah, I wouldn't. I work here and I don't listen to the whole show. I know. Well, that's amazing, dude. Yep. Goals. The hundred- I like the idea of, of making it Wisco, though. 67. How many yards is that? How many yards is 167 feet? Divided by three. Oh, all right. So, oh, he's cramped up. Oh, math makes you crampy. Right in his shoulder blade. That was a weird one. Um, What are you dividing by now? Three? Three. Three and 167? So you're talking about uh, 60 something? Almost 56 or something? 56 yards? Something like that. It's impressive. Half a football field. That's pretty good. I think we can do the brat toss. We should make it a way to like maybe kick off tailgate parties. Oh. Like tossing the first the, tailgate of the season. Tossing of the brat. Down State Street. But well, Dane, what a, we should do it. I want to get out of Dane County because people here bitch about everything. We should combine the two and you have to push a cheese curd up State Street. Remember that guy? With your nose. <laughs> with your nose. That guy broke the record uh, pushing a peanut up No, Pike's it was peak. not a record-breaking thing. Oh, okay. Well, in the spirit of of yeah, yeah. of human uh, endeavor to persevere. And then uh, we should have a push a cheese curd up State Street contest. I don't know that anyone wants to get their nose that close to State Street. <laughs> well, you, you could put a prosthetic nose pusher on or something. You could. All right. We'll work on it. You want to try that? I do. Or is that something we're just More than anything. Or we just all talk? Well, we are all talk. And I have a few things to do before then. (laughs) You see 20 drunk asses on State Street. Yeah. Push it on a Well, I like the idea of the cheese curd push as a competition. It'd be like the, 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 uh, uh, what do they call that? Uh, Boy Scout car derby they do. What's that thing called? The soapbox derby? Yeah. Except it'll be Boy Scouts drunk pushing a cheese curd up State Street. No, we shouldn't have drunk Boy Scouts. Nope. God dang it, boy. Get Don't off the add. rails. Don't add. Really? The cheese curd push should be a competition for something. Well, yeah, you know, like we a, have like four people. Yeah, there'll be a trophy. Yeah. We could start at Whiskey Jack's. And go up to, like, uh, the Orpheum or something. And then uh, Gus will be out there in his bathrobe. I think it's a long way. Gus will be up there in a bathrobe and a cigar and a top hat to proclaim the winner. 
No, because we're going to have to block free, off State Street. And you get free passes to the Comedy we're Club. No, we're going to do it while the buses are running. We're not doing that. We're going to have like four people, and uh, it's the cheese curd push, and you, it's like 10 feet. And whoever does it fastest wins. All right. We'll start small. Right. As we grow in sponsorship. Because that's never going to happen. So let's just, we're going to start small, keep small, and smaller. Um, And then the brat toss. So it's like a, 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 a decathlon of food. So curds. I don't think we can do. And then a beer chug at the end? Yes! It's the greatest creative meeting. <laughs> we just figured out what we're doing on our first Badger Tailgater. Great meeting. We ain't got to do a damn thing. I know. Done. Uh... Hi. Johnny, it's not a it's not a nose pusher. It's a strap on and you put it on the top of your head. <laughs> uh ooh. Let me think about that. They're gonna have a problem it, with yeah, that. Yeah, state. I think uh, I think some parents in town. are Although gonna, I love the idea. Yeah, it is a great idea. That's one we'd have to do at the Lodi Cemetery <laughs> with that dildos on top of our head. Man, they are taking it on the chin today. They really are. Dumbing down your smartphone, one podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. J-J-O. Um, uh, U.S. and Europe dealing with extreme temperatures right now. You yeah. may have noticed because your balls are down to your knees. It's horrible stuff. Yeah. Google looked at the top heat-related questions we're asking. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Our brains are also melting when you probably hear some of these. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. The number one, can heat cause blank? question that we've been googling this week is do you want to take a, a guess here can heat cause blank what do you think is the number one oh. using my allotted time yeah I hate you. Brain fog. Can heat cause diarrhea? Cha cha cha. Diarrhea. 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 The answer is what? Yeah. Oh no. I like some hot diarrhea. Uh, anything that causes a lot of stress or takes a toll on your body can cause diarrhea, including a heat wave. Or Princess Di, as I like to call it for short. No, you don't. You've never said that. I didn't know that. Also, hot weather can help bacteria grow. So things like food poisoning and stomach flus may be more common when it's soups, dupes hot out. Uh, a study found there are more flare-ups linked to inflammatory bowel disease during heat waves. So that's one more way, uh, you know, that heat can make you crap yourself. According to Google, the rest of the top five questions we've been asking, can heat cause headaches? Yes. Nosebleeds? Yes. Diarrhea and dogs? Yes. And migraines? Yes. 
In short, it can just make you effing miserable. I hope I have a hot weather poop today. Sounds like a blast. <laughs> Oof. I, uh, uh, when I find myself wishing harm onto people, my late, lately my one has been, I hope that they get diarrhea in gym shorts. <laughs> or the other one is, I hope they forever miss their favorite flavor of the day at Culver's. Ah. Which that is only for really, really bad people. Yeah, it's that. I had that. Uh, remember, I we were going to Toppling Goliath. I think I got a little touch of food poisoning. And I had that instant sweat, shaking, no bathroom. I went sprinting into a Dollar General somewhere mm-hmm. over the Wisconsin border. Yeah. And um, I'm surprised they didn't call the SWAT team because they thought somebody was coming in that level the Dollar General. Yeah. I looked like a, uh, what was that? Uh, I looked like a, uh, well, I looked like something. But it wasn't normal, I can like tell you that. Like a specimen of health. <laughs> uh, yes. I, if I was standing at Dollar General and somebody like me ran in, I th- would have thought something was very, very wrong. Right, like you were on math or something? Yes, ex- yeah. exactly. They're like, I'm just trying not to cry myself. <laughs> yeah. It was a, a kamikaze at the Dollar General just causing mayhem. Yeah. Well, sometimes it, sometimes it strikes like that, dude. But uh, no, I hear you, dude. Oof, man, oh, man. The heat craps. Oh, wow. So it's worse than normal diarrhea. Yeah. Oof. Totally. And then if you're a construction guy, oh. you're crapping in the friggin' porta potty <clears> that's <throat> 800 degrees. I, I uh, We went to Culver's. Uh, what's today? Tuesday? Sunday. We ran over and, I, and uh, it hit me because uh, I had a rough weekend. And uh, I stopped at a construction site half a mile from my house and ran into the porta potty. Cool story, dude. <laughs> I'm surprised it was open. They've been locking those up. No, it was open. I'm su- I was Not anymore. Surprised as you, or I would have splattered all over the thing there. But yeah, it was uh, whatever. Chris is like, not in the I, champagne leather. I probably should have taped a dollar to the door or something after that. Yeah. But anyways. Why do well, they lock them? Nothing like. People. Why do you think? What? I don't know. So people don't go in there and use their drugs and. Oh, well, okay. Whatever else. Windsor, I don't know. Right, I, uh, because Windsor's immune to drug use. Well, no, I'm not saying that. But I, I uh, uh, what what I do? I requisition the porta potty. Yeah, totally. So. Man, yeah, nothing like, uh, you know, treat your body like crap all weekend and then throwing some custard on top of it. That'll help. That's <laughs> a freaking, uh, you're right. I had a two-scoop strawberry and a, a mushroom Swiss on a sourdough. <laughs> I couldn't even move. I was like a bloated orca laying on my living room floor. Yeah. You know, uh, so we were leaving for camping after a series of events way too late. It was one of those where I was like, do you ever have that a day or two in a row where it's just like nothing is easy? Everything that you do has to be difficult. Sure. Okay. Sure. So it was it was kind of two days of that. And I'm I've been looking at it Just as little a, frustrations. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh and I'm always like I, I must be needing to brush up on my patience. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure I'm in fighting form. Yeah. Um and so anyway, uh we ended up since we left late Avery was like, let's get Culver's for dinner since we could just get on the road. And, da, 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 da. and I was like, all right, cool. I tried the pub burger. Eh. What, what, at Culver's? Yeah. Uh, 
I don't even know about the pub burger. Yeah, it's the new thing. Oh, what what's is a special bun or something? I don't know. Yeah, the bun's different. I always get the I, sourdough. It was okay, but I would rather get the you know the deluxe. Yeah, dude. just get the get it on sourdough, dude. Don't you know, don't front. I listen. You're fronting. You're fronting. Ninety. Uh, I bet a lot of people haven't tried the sourdough toast yet. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm just gonna stick with the deluxe. I just I know what I like, and that's that. And I'm not gonna stray anymore. If you have not tried the Culver's root beer. The diet root beer is very tasty. I don't know about the regular. I haven't had the regular. Just throwing it out there. A little tip for y'all. It's delicious. How but does, I was not impressed with pie burgers. Some people be obsessing over it. Uh, same meat, just a different... A couple of different cheeses on there and then yeah, that garlic gotcha. aioli, which y'all know. Well, I love it, but that'll, that'll run through you like grease lightning, too. Yeah. You got to be careful. Aioli. I love those fries and with that And then Avery tried to make the argument that chicken tenders could be qualified as a side. Well, it is weird. Chrissy always gets that as a as a basket, as a meal, yeah. as a meal. And I think that too, but then again, I eat like a pig. So to me that's right. a side. I was all like I would is... get that as a side for my mushroom swiss. You and Avery have the same brain and I'm terrified. <laughs> I've never been more scared in my life. I was like, "Well, that's a bold choice." I mean, if you're, uh, well, but if you can I, get pretzel bites as a side, I guess. I mean, that can replace French fries for me. Or... I mean, it wouldn't be like six chicken tenders. Yeah. It'd be like it's a lot of food. Two or three. Yeah, it's a two, lot of food. Two trees. I think the basket is what six. Right. Yeah. So if you're doing tenders as a side, it can't mm. be six. It's got to be two trees. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then, uh, then you got to get over to the two scoop Sunday, and you're like, by the time you get there, oof. I was already. Biting off more than I could chew with the yeah, pub burger. Always. I passed on the custard. I didn't need to be crapping my pants yeah. halfway to prayer to Sheen, for Christ's sake. I had to force down the, the Sunday, but I did it. I'm going to sneeze now. Eee. So, uh, well, now I want a custard's uh, Culver's burger right now. I know, they're amazing. It is such. I hate to sound like everybody else. I try to be different. But I can't. They're good. Yeah. <laughs> um, for a salad, too. Their salads are great. I'll stick with the meat. It's just perfect every time. I don't know how they do it. Right. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. So, uh, KFC. KFC is testing new chicken nuggets at a few locations around Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh If people like them, they're going to roll them out nationwide soon. They'd replace the popcorn chicken they've been selling off and on since 1992. So if you're a popcorn chicken fan, you better buy all you can and freeze it. Uh Uh-oh. KFC's head chef talked about the new nuggets. Said they're a direct response to millennials and Gen Zers who refuse to eat chicken off the bone. Apparently young people... Just will not eat bone-in chicken. How come? I don't know if it reminds them that it came from a living, breathing animal, mm-hmm. and they're uncomfortable with that. Right. Or they just miss dino nugs. Who doesn't? Uh, it sounds like the new nuggets are supposed to taste more like KFC's original recipe fried chicken and less like their chicken tenders. They're also moving towards more on-the-go options in general, the type of thing you can eat with one hand while using your phone with the other, and I've never wanted the meteor to come more. I do right now. Ah! 
Yeah. Dude, I was watching um uh, the show called The Food That Built America and it was the history of all these well, whatever, like Hershey's and 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 Mars and and uh, the KFC dude was on there, Colonel Sanders. Did you know? So he started this in a gas station, and he's making fried chicken for people. And it started where like he could not make the chicken fast enough mm-hmm. for the people waiting at the gas station. So he <clears throat> decided to take a pressure cooker and take off the rubber seal and replace it with a metal seal, so he could put oil in there. Mm-hmm. Which, like, let's think about when this was, and uh, pressure cook the chicken with oil. Mm-hmm. Naturally, these things would explode occasionally, yeah. which led to massive injuries. But I thought, wow, that's pretty neat, and that's how he dealt with supply demand. Interesting. Yeah, you know, uh, I have to have Mike tell you the story sometime. His was it his grandfather that opened one of the first KFCs. Oh, yeah. And uh, Mike, uh, I believe the colonel was uh, hanging out at the house because I believe his grandfather was one of the first franchisees. So the colonel would come to their house and uh, they'd bounce uh, Mike on the colonel's knee and tell him. And that's why he tastes like 11 herbs. Would tell him chicken chicken lure. Yeah. Lure. Wait. Lure. Lure. Chicken lure is how we catch chickens. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, we ought to make a, uh, that's a true story, by the way. We ought to make a uh, <clears throat> uh, a gadget where you can, uh, like a cradle that you would set your cell phone in, and then it's got a tube where you can keep both hands uh, typing on your cell phone while it shoots chicken nuggets in your mouth. Bring it. You're an ideas man, It's John. like hooked up to a uh, 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 some kind of hose that feeds chicken nuggets in through the projectile right in your mouth so you can keep typing. You literally never stop looking at your phone. You just sit there with your mouth open. Right, as nutrients get pumped into your mouth. <laughs> they, I think I saw this in Alien. It's in the movie Wally. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Hey, uh, cheap plug for Popeye's. I like a break from that thing. Boy, do I like Popeye's chicken. Yeah, I know you do. And uh, a 10-piece there uh, Friday. Good for you. What are you confused about? I'm not confused. I'm having a moral thing. It's great chicken. Because it tastes good. uh, But I'm having this huge... uh, I'm guilt-tripping myself into only supporting local businesses and local farmers. Oh, okay. And so I just have this, yeah, I know it's tasty. And then my brain is like, you asshole. Well, when you're- you know what's happening. And I'm like, I know. And so it's just, well, when you're, there's a lot happening when, in here. When, when you're as popular as I am and I have to be places. I swear to God. I, I swear to God, get over here. I need my chicken. You, I have to eat my chicken. You know chicken what? All. I am not going to slap you. I, you are going to run your face into my hand. <laughs> Let me try that. <laughs> I've walked into a few doors. I might as well take a hand. Uh, no, dude, uh, Popeye's reminds me of uh, home, uh, home-cooked chicken. Yeah. I Well, whatever. I mean, you know, everybody's got their own thing. I know. I'm just telling you. I know. It's great. And it's not, I'm not trying to make anyone else I do think, it. I think, ch- my, uh, I think a chicken war only makes chicken better. Fine. 
I believe you. Quick trip chicken, pretty good. Yeah, had some yesterday. Oh, I had a two piece with Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> A two piece with that little mini mac and cheese thing. <laughs> yeah, I sat there and ate it in the parking lot. <laughs> that was my dinner. It was amazing. I want a chicken run right now. I'm beginning to think yep. that fast food and Quick Trip would go out of business if it wasn't it's for true. you. It's true. It's true. I don't know why we. I, I don't know why I have a grill. I don't. We we just eat out. We love eating out. Sorry, we just do. You don't have to apologize. We love eating out. So there it is. Um, if anybody's got a hot tip on locally raised chickens, I can throw in my freezer. Ooh. Hit me up, please, because I miss chicken a lot. <laughs> huh? So, yeah. So how are you going to dip the nugget in the sauce on your shooting thingy? Well, there's a they don't. They there's, just mix it up. It's like a puree. Here's, no, here's the thing. You're going to be wearing a helmet with a drip uh, a device. A gravy drip. A gravy drip. And as <laughs> as the shoots in your mouth, the drip is timed perfectly through a synchronized a software program where it hits the nugget halfway to your mouth. It's an algorithm. You wouldn't understand. It's, yeah, dude, it's over your head. <laughs> Trust I, me. I, I can only imagine your keyboard, dude. Trust me. AJO Morning Show Podcast. With Johnny and D, listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO.